Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no, there was never any friction between Katie and myself because I, I love Katie and I think Katie loves me. We got along splendidly. Uh, you see, I'm a natural-born griper. I just gripe at everything and I'm kind of like a G.I. in the Army, you know, gripe about the food, gripe about the conditions, uh, but go ahead and do the work. Whereas Katie used to drive me crazy by... As you say, she loved everything. The natives were divine. The heat was divine. The Everything was divine with Katie. And uh, I used to get kind of uh, sore at her, uh, but only in a, in a mild way, because I thought she was nuts, which it turned out I think she is. <laughs> she loved every minute of it. She would rather, like to stay there for the next six years. Did <laughs> you certainly leered when you said you'd like to stay the next six years. Uh, did uh, your wife enjoy the trip, or was she on your side or, or Katie's side? No, no. Uh, my wife was on Katie's side, and uh, they were both on John Houston's side. As a matter of fact, I think he's slightly nuts. So uh, I guess I was the only one who thought it was too hot and too damp and why we were there and the food was lousy. And uh, I was kind of like that angry man in the box. I just drank my scotch and griped. In 1951, Humphrey Bogart once again partnered with John Houston on an adaptation of C.S. Forrester's 1935 novel, The African Queen. Bogart plays the rough-and-ready Canadian mechanic Charlie Allnut, whose coarse behavior is barely tolerated by Catherine Hepburn's Rose Sayer and her brother, Robert Morley's Reverend Samuel Sayer. The film takes place in German East Africa in August 1914, as Charlie is hired to take the Sayers and their goods to be delivered on his small steamboat, The African Queen. When Charlie warns the Sayers that war has broken out between Germany and Britain, they choose to remain in Kungdu, only to witness German colonial troops burn down the village and press villagers into service. When Samuel protests, he's struck by a soldier and soon becomes delirious with fever, dying shortly thereafter. Charlie helps Rose bury her brother and escape in the African Queen. Much of the film was shot on location in Uganda and the Congo in Africa. This was unusual for the time, the cast and crew endured sickness from the food, water, and hot conditions. Bogart later joked that he and Houston were the only members of the cast and crew who escaped illness, which he credited to having drunk whiskey on location rather than the water. I'll tell you, I drink scotch. I drink it not only at home, but I drink it as anybody else does before lunch, before dinner, have one for the road, and so on <laughs> and so on and so forth, just like anybody else does. Yes, I like scotch very much. As a matter of fact, that. It saved my life in Africa, old boy. <laughs> You've been keeping away from the fleas, the insects? Oh, yes. Well, they, kept beans. they kept away from me. The African Queen premiered on December 26, 1951 at the Wilshire Fox Theater in Beverly Hills, the day after Christmas and the day after Bogart's 51st birthday. Ah, it's a great thing to have a lady aboard with clean habits. Sets a man a good example. A man alone, he, he gets to living like a hog. <laughs> And then, too, with me, it's always put things off. Never do today what you can put off till tomorrow. But with you, business before pleasure every time. Do all your personal laundry. Make yourself spick and span. Get all the mending out of the way. And then, and only then, sit down for a nice, quiet hour with a good book. I tell you, it's a model, like an inspiration. Why oh, ain't had this old engine so clean in years, inside and out. <laughs> Just look at her, miss. See how she practically sparkles. Myself, too. Guess you haven't never had a look at me without my whiskers and all cleaned up. I bet you wouldn't hardly recognize me. Works that much of a change. Freshened you up, too. Ah, I only had some clean clothes like you. 
Now, you, why, you could be at high tea. Say, that's an idea, miss. How's about a nice little cup of tea? Now, don't you stir. I'll be glad to make it for you. Uh, how's the book, miss? Well, not that I ain't read it. That is to say, my poor old mom used to read me stories out of it. How's about reading it out loud? I could sure do with a little spiritual comfort myself. And you call yourself a Christian. Do you hear me? Don't you? Don't you? Have a heart. Fair is fair. You've got to say something. I don't care what it is, but you've got to say something. I'll be honest with you, miss. I I just can't stand no more of this. I, I just ain't used to it, that's all. So you think it was your nasty drunkenness I minded? Well, what else? You promised you'd go down the river. Miss, listen to me and try to understand. There's death a dozen times over down the river. I'm sorry to disappoint you, but don't blame me. Blame the Yalanga. You promised. Well, I'm taking my promise back. All right, miss. You win. As the crocodiles will be glad to hear. Down the river we go. The African Queen debuted just in time to qualify for the 1952 Academy Awards, which turned out to be of utmost significance for Humphrey Bogart. To present the award for Best Actor, an Academy Award-winning actress, Miss Greer Garson. The nominees are Humphrey Bogart in The African Queen, Horizon Enterprises Incorporated, United Artists, Marlon Brando in A Streetcar Named Desire, Charles K. Fellman Group Productions, Warner Brothers, Montgomery Clift in A Place in the Sun, Paramount, Arthur Kennedy in Bright Victory, Universal International, and Frederick March in Death of a Salesman, Stanley Kramer Company, Columbia. The message, please. The winner is Humphrey Bogart in the afternoon. Well, this is sort of a proud night for Hollywood. Bogey's coming down that aisle, which a moment ago may have looked like the last mile to him, but right now you can bet it's a stairway to paradise. The enthusiasm in the audience is great, as you can tell, and it's his second nomination and his first Oscar. He is so happy and is receiving a very nice kiss from Miss Greer Garson. We will receive a few words from him as he receives the Oscar. It's, um... It's a very long way from uh, the heart of the Belgian Congo, the stage of the Pantages Theater, and I'm very glad to say that it's a little nicer here than it was there. I, uh, I just want to pay a, a slight, as a matter of fact, a very big tribute to Mr. John Houston and Miss Catherine Hepburn, uh, because they helped me to be where I am now. Thank you very much. promising friends that if he won, his speech would break the convention's record for thanking everyone in sight. He was instead modest and subdued. The kid from Manhattan that disappointed his parents and never took an acting lesson in his life was at that moment the best lead actor of the year. 
Bogart himself considered his role in The African Queen his finest performance. <laughs> 